It's worth knowing what's really going on. This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Donald Trump has been indicted in Atlanta. We have so many court dockets to follow, but we haven't really seen anything yet. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has covered every moment of this historic case. I've been writing about this investigation for two and a half years. Our team is led by reporters Bill Rankin and Tamar Hallerman. Follow our coverage on AJC.com and listen to new in-depth episodes of the award-winning podcast, Breakdown, the Trump Indictment, only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. You all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. This is Access Atlanta. Every week, we share some of the best places to eat, play, and live out loud in the ATL. And, of course, we go behind the scenes and find the stories that show Atlanta is one of a kind. Welcome to Access Atlanta. I'm your host, Shane Harrison. We've changed the way we do our podcast. That means we're recording it remotely from our homes, but we've also changed what we're talking about in the podcast, since we've always prided ourselves on providing guidance on things to do in and around Atlanta, and because most venues, theaters, and attractions are closed, we're going indoors, and in some cases where it's practical, outdoors to places where it's easy to practice social distancing. Winter is often the time when we cherish quiet weekends inside, huddle up in our favorite blankets, binge-watching movies, and comforted with takeout and wine. But if that sounds exactly like you've been spending the majority of your weekend since last spring, we understand if the lazy weekend vibe has lost its allure. So if you're looking for ways to get out of the house in these colder months, freelance writer Nina Reeder will bring us a few fun and fulfilling things to accent your winter on this week's podcast. Welcome, Nina. Hi. Thanks, Shane. So it's uh, it's winter, and today certainly qualifies as winter out there. Yes, it is a cold day, and I, I know it's it's hard to um, want to get out of the house, but you should. There's a few fun, cool things around the city that uh, that you can put on your bucket list and, and knock them off so you can feel like you, you made the most of your winter season. Yeah, and and you know, as uh, there's a lot of reporting out there that says vitamin D is good for you these days too. So you get that from the sun, especially yeah, especially now when we're we're indoors more, uh, we should uh, be looking for ways to get more vitamin D, and and so you do that by by getting outdoors. And so that was actually one of the things you should put on your bucket list is is get outdoors and um, maybe go for a hike, uh, a walk, and take advantage of Atlanta's uh, more popular hikes and um, trails. And so, you know, we did a podcast probably late or early last year about uh, some of the best hikes around the metro and I think this is an opportunity to to go hit these trails when they're not quite as crowded so a lot of fewer people are outdoors because of the cold and that works to your benefit because you kind of have these trails to yourself and you get to hear the sounds of nature without you know other people hogging the trail with you so I, I think this is a a good uh spot to have on your bucket list. Yeah, and and I do find it's like when I go out, I tend to go out earlier, and and the earlier you go out, oftentimes the the fewer people there are, 
Um, and that means, you know, you're not dodging people to, to maintain that social distancing. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's that's another point, too. So uh, you, you definitely don't have to do as 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 much work just to, to walk the trails. And, and, right. um, and that kind of makes your experience a bit more enjoyable. Yeah, that's true. And like you said, we've done this before. We've we've have and and as a matter of fact, on AJC.com, you'll find lots of suggestions about places to hike. We've we've done many stories over the years about various places around Metro Atlanta. Um, one of my favorites is Arabia Mountain. I I love it there. Um, and but there are tons all over the place. And and you can find Nina's story that goes along with this podcast, and there are links from there as well. So. Okay. Um, take a look at that and uh, find out what suggestions uh, she has and, and just search AJC.com and find out others. Right. And uh, speaking of outdoors, uh, I know a garden is another thing. A lot of us picked up gardening as, as a hobby. Many of us picked up uh, during the start of quarantine. So we were trying to find ways to beautify our homes and um, just wanting to find opportunities to stay outdoors. And so many of us picked up gardening for the first time. And if not their first time, they kind of went all in and, and, and yeah. were a little more um, enthusiastic with their, their, their home gardens. And so... If you are looking to do the same uh, this coming spring, now's a good time to start. So winter is actually um, the perfect time to, to start your garden. So you, you do have uh, plants that uh, are performing well right now in winter that you can just put in the ground. But if you want to plant from seed, a, a lot of the experts suggest, yeah, put, go put your seeds in the ground right now. You can... Um, uh, start them indoors, uh, do like a little uh, germination pods. And then, yeah, when uh, they start to sprout, you can take them out, uh, put them in the ground for spring. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, that's interesting because when I was reading your story, that that reminded me that it's like, oh, yeah, I can do that. I can start early rather than buying, you know, little seedlings when when the time comes that you put them in the ground. I can actually get seeds if I start early enough. And get them going inside, and then they're ready to go out when uh, when the time comes. Absolutely, and then yeah, take take advantage of some of the local experts around. So uh, of course, you you have your um, your big home goods stores that can help you with your gardening and giving the plants. But there are there are a lot of uh, locally owned um, nurseries and, and gardens that uh, they're. Their staff is friendly, they're knowledgeable, and they can help you if you're, you know, looking to start, if, you, if you're if you curious about what plant does well in this weather, in this sunlight, uh, don't, you know, just ask those questions and yeah, get, get it going. Yeah. yeah. And that gives you another reason to get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And while we're talking gardens, another um, experience I think should be on your bucket list is the Atlanta, Bota the Atlanta Botanical Garden. So um, their exhibits, of course, change through the seasons, and uh, winter is a great time to go. You get to see the winter blooms, including their Orchid Days exhibit, which runs February 13th to April the uh, 11th. And so I, I think this is a good one. Uh, again, with COVID, they are limiting capacity. So you'll, you'll sign up for a time ticket. So you get to go um, see the exhibit. There are fewer people. So you can take your time seeing the flowers, seeing the blooms, taking your pictures. If, if you're, you know, into your Instagram photo sessions, you can do that without, you know, many people walking through your shot. Yeah. And they have it really 
nicely set up usually. I haven't been to this, you know, well, obviously it hasn't opened yet, but normally during the orchid days, they have, you know, some really nice setups where, for, for fo photographs, actually. You know, they've got beautiful backgrounds up to the orchids and things like that. Um, and it really, it's another place that's really good to go early when they open. Um, although, uh, one point is that the orchid, uh, conservatory, the Fuqua Conservatory and Orchid Center is only open noon to five. Um, so keep that in mind when you go. So if you want to see the orchids, you'll have to go after noon. Um, but it is a great place just to go for a walk. And a lot of people don't even think about it in the winter because, you know, it's a botanical garden. They're like, oh, well, it's cold out. There won't be anything, but there's plenty to see. One of the perks of winter is uh, the winter play. So we don't have the, the snowy playgrounds that our northern friends do. So uh, we, you know... Gift and a curse. Sometimes we play for we pray for snow and we get it. It's it's it shuts down our city. But uh, if you want to have the playground of snow, but you you just you know don't want to be snowed in, you can head to Margaritaville's Licensed to Chill Snow Island, and that is where you get to play in the snow. You get to take advantage of the the faux winter weather. Um, and they have this a really cool playground where they, they pump in snow. And so kids can build snowmen. They can have snowball fights, snow angels. But they also have their tubing uh, hill. So you can tube down. So you, you kind of have all the – you have this recreated uh, snow day experience. And so I think that's that's a fun um, thing for Southerners to kind of get the slice of right. snow without the whole picture. Right. Yeah, you get you get all the fun bits without the uh, inconvenience. Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> they also have a um, ice rink uh, there as well. But you can also, if, if you don't want to make the trek up to um, the Lake Lanier, uh, right in Piedmont Park, uh, the ice rink at Park Tavern. So they have a rink, which but you have to hurry because they close soon. So the day after Valentine's Day, uh, February 15th, they shut down the rink for the season. But this is another cool experience, no pun intended, but uh, they are open till midnight. So if, if you're up late yeah. looking for something to do, you can you can hit the rink and, and skate to your heart's desire and then you can take advantage of the the park tavern menu there so they have right. really cool winter themed cocktails they have hot chocolate they have cider um fun desserts and uh they do have um activities for kids or, or days where it's kids six kids skate and then they have uh portions where it's adult skate only but um yeah it's it's a fun way to again mark off the winter season yeah yeah cool so um, also it's like you mentioned park tavern and, and the food and everything there, there are places where you can still go and eat and still feel somewhat safe as well. Yes. Yes. So, um, a lot of people I, I know feel a little bit more comfortable in outdoor dining and, you know, which is understandable, but, uh, so you have two, um, you have two venues around the city where you can have that outdoorsy feeling, but still have the warmth of being in an indoor environment. So Publico has igloo dining. So they have enclosed uh, these dining tables on their outdoor patio with these uh, kind of clear igloos. And so you can get inside with your immediate, you know, party and dine. You're in this enclosed environment, so it's warm, but you're still 
in the outdoor, you're still in the outdoor. So you still have the feeling of being outside and then it is a private dining room. So you're with your party. Um, so that might make you feel a little bit safe if you're wanting to look into a dining experience, but aren't quite ready to sit down in a restaurant. Another right. one is a uh, ladybird. So they have these greenhouses and it, it's kind of the same concept. You have this fun private dining experience where you and your guests can sit in these greenhouses um, and they're adorned with indoor heaters and blankets and lights and greenery. And it's, it's a really cute experience and you can have use of their uh, regular menu. So, so it's another opportunity to dine again in a private setting where you're isolated from the rest of the diners but you're right. still, you know, enjoying nature. Yeah, I love the idea of that because it's like a greenhouse and and you know the the greenery that they have it makes it makes it feel warmer too, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, right. I know. But then, you know, there are other places where you can go and dine outside. There people have have really done uh, a tremendous job of of getting heaters and things like that and trying to make uh, you know, outdoor dining a year round thing right. with, with the pandemic. Right. So, uh, you know, I know that several places have closed for, for a season even, but a lot of places are trying to make a go of it with, with these heaters and, and that sort of thing. So, and you know, there, there are, there are opportunities to, yes. to go out. Absolutely. And, and, you know, Atlanta has been known to grace us with some really warm winter days. And so on those opportunities, yeah. on those days where you, you know, you hit the sixties and you might even, you know, inch up to the seventies. Yeah. Don't right. feel free to hit a, hit a porch or a patio and, right. and grab a cocktail and, and support some of these local restaurants. Yeah. We're very lucky that way that, that we have some, some winter days that, that aren't terribly chilly where we can sit outside. Yes. Um, so my next entry on the list is uh, a staycation. So I, I know many of us um, usually have an annual winter trip. You might head to uh, ski country or you might go to a, a ski resort. And this was a family routine. And you may have canceled your plans uh, due to COVID. Um, if you're just itching to get out the house, uh, there there are a few options. You can you can do a staycation. So you, if that makes you a little bit more comfortable, you you know you can drive there. You don't have to hop on a plane. You can go straight to your room. A lot of these people have um, a lot of these venues have um, a deskless check-in or you check in on your phone. So you don't really have to right. interact with anyone. Um, so I'm suggesting some of the newer hotels that have opened around the city. So, you know, it, it's new to you. So you, you might not right. have been, you might not have been um, checked out the restaurants or bars since, you know, they opened pretty much just before COVID or during COVID. So uh, you may have been passing by downtown. You're like, Oh, what is this? Well, it's a new property. Go check it out. So uh, Reverb is one of them I suggested. Uh, it's by Hard Rock. So this is their first, this is Hard Rock's first um, Reverb. And Atlanta is Atlanta has it. So I think that's really cool. So it, it's a music concept hotel. So everything's kind of centered around music. Um, familiar with the Hard Rock brand. But they have curated tours by some of Atlanta's um, well-known uh, recording artists such as CeeLo and, and Big Boy. So I think that would be a fun one to check out if you're, you know, again, looking for a couple nights away that aren't your, that's, that's 
kind of outside the normal um, scene right. that you've been, check out the refurb. They also have a nice rooftop bar. Uh, the Burgess is, is pretty new. I, I believe they opened um, in November of 2020. Uh, no, I'm sorry. They opened late 2019. It was the Aloft Battery, I believe, that has opened um, in September 2020. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Burgess is great, too. I've, I've actually been to the restaurant there, which is fabulous. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like one of the last meals we had before. Right, right. <laughs> before I know. everything came crashing down on us. But yeah, uh, Fia is the, the restaurant there, and it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and the hotel is really, really beautiful. Yes, um, yes. And, and that's that's the thing. I mean, there seems to have been a, a sort of renaissance of, um, of these little boutique hotels. Often they're owned by big corporate hotel chains and everything, but they're, you know, they, they have the feel of a much smaller uh, hotel and they're, but they're really luxurious in ways too. Yeah. Lots of charm and personality. And, and again, sometimes you just, you need a break from your, your own four walls. And so seeing, you know, having this fun, quirky experience and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's the refresher that you need sometimes. So yeah. uh, a mid winter staycation might be, the, the the cure or R and R you need to to get you through until summer spring. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, what else do we have on the list? Uh, the last one on my list is uh, Black History Month highlights, and so uh, right. um, again, normally in February, Atlanta has a host of exhibits. Uh, they usually have um, celebrations. They have. Uh, workshops, things you can do around the city. Uh, it's It's been a little light this year because of COVID, and that's understandable, but there are still great ways to uh, observe the month around the metro. So, and this is another article I wrote for the AJC of, of things you can do for Black History Month. And so I, I think this is a, a good uh, spotlight for your winter bucket list is to take advantage of some of these uh, exhibits. They have virtual ones. So for example, um, there is a virtual exhibit f- at the National Center of Civil and Human Rights. So they have a virtual exhibit called WeShareTheDream.org, and that is something you can do with families, your, uh, your children, read to them. It's got a great collection of, of photos and stories. Or you can uh, head to the Atlantis History Center, and, and they have a great exhibit that is that ends later this February, um, at the end of the February, uh, Black Citizenship in the Age of Jim Crow. So that's a good exhibit. So doing something to honor Black History Month and also um, use this opportunity as a reminder to support a minority-owned business, Black-owned businesses. And so there are tons of Black-owned restaurants. Uh, um, AJC has an article that lists... um, Lots of them in, in the different cities and districts of uh, the metro, and yeah, just just do something to celebrate Black History Month, support a Black business, and, and and that is is I think a great way to again mark your winter uh, your winter season. Yeah, and and like you said, we have a list of uh, the Black owned restaurants, and uh, there's of course a lot of uh, Black History Month things that we will be writing about this month. We we have a ton of stories coming, um, and we have some that are already up. And um, you might also check out some of the other uh, 
art shows. Uh, David Driscoll is opening at the High Museum, uh, a retrospective of, of the great uh, Black art historian and artist. Um, uh, Emma Amos, uh, who's also another great artist who is just getting her due. She's got a show opening at the Georgia Museum of Art. Sadly, she passed last year, but uh, this is a really great way to remember her. So there are lots of, of great ways to mark Black History Month and uh, just check all that out at uh, AJC.com. We have a huge list of, of stories coming. So, so yeah, um, thanks for pointing that out. That's a, that is a great option for February, certainly. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, I guess that's, that's about it for for your list. And um, um, check out the story on AJC.com that Nina wrote. Uh, it's, it's headlined, uh, it's headlined things to do in Atlanta on a winter's day or night. And, uh, she has a list of all of the things that we talked about and, uh, links to some of the other stories that we mentioned and links to the various businesses and organizations and museums and things like that, that we mentioned. Um, so thanks so much, Nina. No, thank you for having me. There's nothing normal about our new normal, but AJC.com is the same trusted source you've always had, and we have just as much great content, if not more. That's why each week I'll highlight my personal picks for the best things to do, see, and experience, and the stories are easy to find on AJC.com. A barren spring led to an empty summer calendar. Fall sparked a smidgen of hope with a handful of outside concerts in parking lots and parks. However, by November, what optimism the music industry maintained that some normalcy might return by the first quarter of 2021 was buried in the avalanche of more coronavirus cases and deaths. But even though the goalposts keep moving, fall seems most realistic for indoor concerts at this point, there's finally a reason for independent venues to slowly exhale. The COVID-19 relief package signed into law in late December includes $15 billion for the Shuttered Venue Operators Grant Program, which includes the Save Our Stages Act organized by the National Independent Venue Association last spring. Melissa Ruggieri checks in with some local venues to find out what that means for our struggling stages. Find it on the Atlanta Music Scene blog at AJC.com. Melissa also takes a look at some of the best Super Bowl halftime shows, which has been a major draw since Michael Jackson elevated it to something worth staying on the couch to watch instead of beelining for another round of nachos. Prior to his 1993 exhibition, the halftime slot was clogged with marching bands, faux Mardi Gras celebrations, haphazard ideas, and the occasional bright spot like a 1990 salute to the 40th anniversary of the Peanuts characters. Read all about it on the Atlanta Music Scene blog. The arts community, particularly the black arts community, mourned last year when black art historian and artist David Driscoll died of complications from COVID-19 at age 88 in Maryland. The High Museum of Art will spotlight his work in David Driscoll, Icons of Nature and History, which opens on February 6th and runs through May 9th. The survey includes more than 60 of Driscoll's own paintings and drawings. Read Rosalind Bentley's insightful look at this towering figure in American art and find out where else you can see his work at AJC.com. To kick off Black History Month, the AJC's Bo Emerson and J.D. Capilouto brought us the story of the Ashby Theater, once a bustling hub of activity for the African-American community on the West Side. 
These days, it's in terrible disrepair with a leaking roof and many other issues, but there are folks trying to save this historic structure. You'll also hear in their story memories from some local patrons of the Ashby in its heyday. Go to AJC.com slash black hyphen history hyphen month to read all of our stories that celebrate black history and achievement, which you'll also find in the print paper throughout February. To get the AJC delivered or to subscribe to the e-paper, go to AJC.com slash subscribe. For more things to do in and around Atlanta, go to AJC.com. Our senior editor is Nicole Smith. Podcast edited by Bria Felicien. Music by Bo Emerson and Billy Guen. And I'm your host, Shane Harrison. Join us next week for more Access Atlanta.